0: Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash days. The latest innovations and opportunities for crop protection aren't necessarily new, but rather improved. Tim Swanson, product manager for CHS, shares more about opportunities in crop protection and nutrition and shares insights for retailers and growers to help navigate the next growing season.
1: I think some of the new innovations are not necessarily new, but improved increased use and stabilizers, right? Especially with these high prices of fertilizer. This is a big investment. There's a reason we build those fertilizer racks. Let's manage that, make sure that growing crop has it for when it needs it in season, right? For all its needs.
0: What are the best ways that growers can get the most for their fertilizer investment?
1: Well, I think we can look at different timings, right? Can we do some in-crop stuff? Can we use some in-furrow products, bring in fungicides, uh, PGRs, a lot of other things that, that help to maximize that uptake. We're very strong in our lineup with using chelates, uh, our Levisol chelate to protect that phosphorus, minimize the amount of tie-up, and again, make sure it's available for that growing crop.
0: What are the big opportunities for retailers and growers for this upcoming season, 2023, and projected further?
1: Yeah, so I think it's probably the same answer every right maximize yields with the chaos in the marketplace shortages logistic issues a lot of that stuff just really knowing what your plans are what your goals are create really strong plans look at the whole season look at what opportunities are what do we anticipate and where can we react Uh, that's sometimes a bad word but in reality that's okay sometimes Uh, deal with what the weather gives you deal with what markets are deal with the products that are at hand or, or maybe not at hand and have a kind of a backup plan of sorts
0: can you maybe talk about what that looks like So there's those opportunities, those things they want to think about, but how do they take a step to do that? Or what do you suggest for them projecting into their future seasons?
1: Yeah, well, it all starts to me with a farm plan, right? Uh, Build your crops, take your soil tests. What are your needs? Uh, What are your quantities that you're looking for? What products can you take today? What products are available and things like that. Just really having a good plan in place. We can't always stick to it. Sometimes the environment throws curveballs at us, but to have that plan in place gives us a good strong point and helps to make those alternate decisions if we have to do that.
0: What are common gaps that you often see in farm planning?
1: I think gaps are maybe just not open to some of the new opportunities that are out there. Um, There's a lot of, you know, say premium pop-up fertilizers now that deliver a lot of benefits. Be open to new changes, the technology that we have. How do we use field data? How do we use satellite imagery? Just utilizing the technology we have to make better decisions maybe first and then to see those outcomes through and and, uh, and to maximize that that yield at the end, right? Because it always comes down to that at the end.
0: And with that, there's the ongoing issue that's going to continue into 2023 and future. Hopefully, not as bad, but inflation, labor costs, and those are affecting even trade, getting fertilizer in and transportation issues. Can you touch on that and how that is affecting farmers and farm planning as well?
1: Yeah, well, that, that is a key, a key issue, right? Uh, we at CHS have have done everything we can. to what assets in the country to be out in front and try and make obviously plan A, but have contingency plans for when things go wrong. With our river ports and things like that, we have just done everything we can to manage it. As we've seen in the last year or two, there is chaos. And again, that's where plan B comes in or have that contingency plan. If we don't have in the spring, is it an opportunity to come back and top dress or you know subsidize in from where we originally made that plan?
0: How can farmers best navigate the volatility in the crop production market?
1: We in agronomy are sometimes just takers, right? We take what the weather gives us, we take what the markets give us. I guess my first suggestion is if you can take a product, you have storage, heated storage, whatever it might be, take what you can and just work very close. Make sure you're communicating your plans, your needs. Uh, if you've made changes to communicate that with your agronomy seller and or the supplier you work with, that goes a long way to help in planning. Planning is going to be key in this upcoming year, especially with this volatility.
0: What do you see as the outlook for 20- 2023 and on for farmers in the crop market.
1: Yeah, so I get the beauty of helping growers grow it. But, I mean, we're in we're agriculture. Everything, this is going to be the best year ever, right? We're always eternal optimists. So I, I do. I think it's good. You know, obviously, moisture always comes into play as we head into, uh, you know, this winter season. What's, what's that going to look like? But I'm excited with the new genetics, the new technologies we have, the, the information at our disposal. We just have a lot of ways to really manage and control 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 what we can control. So, uh, future's bright.
0: With the future being so bright, but how are trends from ending the year, crop-wise, going into next year for farmer-wise of yields or um, production side? Any issues in the field that they're seeing? Where does that projection look like now? Are they going to be planting the same amount of acres, do you think? Is it different? Obviously, dependent on weather for how good that acreage turns out, but where do you see this
1: I think with the growers that I interact with, I see a lot more consistency. You know, their rotations stay a lot more the same year over year now from maybe even five years ago, where there were sometimes some big swings. Um, I I think disease is starting to play a little more. We're talking resistant weeds sometimes that we have to contend with and what are our opportunities there. Obviously, markets will impact that too. Sometimes the market gets a little shinier than other crops. But for the most part, I see consistencies. And I I think growers just want to continue to do better, learn from last year, and, and make better choices going forward one thing I'm really proud of at CHS uh, we actually bring in some of our agronomy sales reps and have a big meeting and let them sort of steer what our growers that we work with uh, what their needs are what their holes or gaps are and and their connection to the grower and their needs really dictates the products that we bring to market Uh, so instead of trying to put a product in a growers hands we ask the grower more or less what they need and what their holes are Uh, that's a really fun meeting and it, it gives our agronomy sellers a lot of power to to steer where CHS goes for for crop protection, you know, our adjuvants and our our fertility products that we bring to market. So it's really exciting and I think we stand alone in the marketplace with that.
0: That was Tim Swanson, product manager for CHS. You can learn more by going to chsinc.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.